Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, which is a biopic about Wonder Woman creator William Moulton Marston. So this was written and directed by Angela Robinson. It is a very small film. I, I There's not even a budget listed anywhere, um, which usually means it's it's quite small. Uh, the it, it was released theatrically back in October, and it made less than $2 million worldwide. It is now available on Blu-ray and digital, um, and we're going to be talking about it. So it stars Luke Evans, who a lot of people want as Sinestro, and man, he's got a good Sinestro face, Yeah. Uh, as William Moulton Marston. Rebecca Hall plays Elizabeth Marston, his wife, and Bella Heathcote plays Olive Byrne. Um, so this is quite, I don't, I don't know, controversial, but the... The Marston family, at least the granddaughter Christy Marston, I've seen a lot of, is not supportive at all of this film. Um, they, they've she's spoken out against the film online, uh, lots of different reasons, you know, for it claiming to be the true story. The family wasn't approached at all. Apparently, uh, it. Uh, she also implies, and I 100% agree, that the film tries to take advantage of the Wonder Woman film uh, through marketing and everything like that. Uh, clearly, the posters are very similar. The timing of it being released, obviously, like I, I don't think this film gets made five years ago if there's no Wonder Woman film, no Wonder Woman in BVS, anything like that. Obviously, it was it was written and filmed before Wonder Woman released, but I don't think it gets the the financing if if those films aren't in the pipeline. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't know. I I think it's okay for them to try to take advantage of the fact that there's a Wonder Woman film coming out. That's just it makes sense marketing wise. But if obviously I don't know the extent to like how much they did contact the family or didn't or how much of it's made up or not. That's the part that could be potentially, you know, upsetting to the, the actual family. But the as far as like basing your marketing around the giant successful film, that's I think that's OK. Well, it would be dumb business if right. they didn't uh, try to take advantage on it. And, you know, this made less than two million dollars. But maybe that is that's probably with taking advantage of you know, <laughs> right. it would have been much worse if they hadn't. Um, but yeah, so it does claim to be the true story. There are a lot of differing accounts. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but Christy Marston on Twitter said that this film is not a true story. It is based on someone's imagination, not in any way related to my family. We completely reject any claims made in this film and in no way support this work of fiction. And by the way, the true story is much more interesting. Um, she also said, you know, the, there's a quote from the director, Angela Robinson, who said that she specifically didn't want to, um, contact the family because she wanted to do her own interpretation of historical facts. Um, so we can get into the right or wrong of that. You know, obviously a lot of, uh, events, a lot of films based on historical facts take a lot of liberties. And so we'll, we can discuss that more later, but right now as a, we'll just look at this as a film and review it as a film first. Um, it is rated R, for strong sexual content, including brief graphic images and languages, it is it's, it's definitely an R-rated film. Um, I guess overall, what do you think of the sec? Yeah, so I guess completely unrelated to you know my interest in this because of Wonder Woman and DC in general. Just as a film on on the surface level, there's a few enjoyable moments, and I but overall, I didn't enjoy it as a film. I didn't think it was that great of a story i don't think the story was told that well and i didn't end up really caring about any of the characters and that's just maybe my personal bias that i just didn't end up really caring about them much or really being that invested in the story so overall i 
I don't know. I didn't enjoy it that much. I did like seeing the connections to Wonder Woman, though, when we did see it. And, you know, it does make you it was cool seeing some of the things that happened in his life and how they're connected to, you know, some of the abilities and looks that Wonder Woman had. That was that was pretty cool to see. I I think it is a pretty good movie. It's not my normal normal type of movie. It's just, it's a small indie film and um I think it is well written and well directed. I think it's it's pro- it's mostly well done with the with the story that is that is there. I mean, it's it's always tough to something like that. Where do you what is the third act? What's the the action piece going to be or what's the, you know, what's going to be the big event going on in the third act and it's always tricky with something like that. And I think it's reasonably pulled off pretty well. I kind of agree with you about the characters. Um, I don't like or dislike. It's really about the main three. Uh, William Moulton Marston, Rebecca or Elizabeth Marston and Olive Byrne. And it's their relationship, their polyamorous relationship in this film. And uh, I think that is what you're supposed to care about. And I did find myself interested in their relationship. Um, but the characters, yeah, I think I, I didn't really find myself liking or disliking them strongly either way. Um, and yeah, the, the Wonder Woman stuff in there is really fun. It's really cool. Uh, those are the best parts. There's a a part deep, relatively deep into the movie where it really has a a stretch there that focuses on that aspect of it. Yeah, because you know it's not the it's not all about Wonder Woman. Obviously, um, you know the league is not a TV show about fantasy football. Really, it's about the characters involved there, and sometimes they happen to be playing fantasy football, and that's kind of how this is. But there's some cool Wonder Woman stuff just stuff that you would like to see um so taking the you know whatever historical inaccuracies aside just looking at it as that i think it's kind of cool to see a film that is um tells the story of how a character was created uh, a comic book character was created back in the you know this is a film set in the 20s and 40s and it shows shows that um and I really did enjoy a lot of that and, and seeing that treated. And Angela Robinson, I think whether she should have contacted the family or not, um, I think she does treat her interpretation of the events with respect. Um, whether, you know, whether those are right or not, I think she does try to treat those characters with respect and the story she's trying to tell with respect. Yeah, and when I said that I didn't end up caring for the characters, it wasn't like, I like you said, I didn't dislike them at all. I didn't wish them harm i like i wanted to see them succeed and wanted them to be happy and everything it's just i think they didn't spend at least for me they just didn't spend enough time developing each of the characters it's they were all together already and you like you just jump in and already you know elizabeth and william are have been married for a while and we don't get a lot of seeing their relationship before olive is introduced and so it's kind of hard to see like how that dynamic changed and what's different between that and now the three of them living together. And so I, w- I guess I would have hoped to see more of that set up beforehand. That's absolutely a fair criticism. They're not there. And maybe that was a deliberate choice, um, but they're, they're really not developed as individuals. We, we still don't know a ton about who the Marstons and who Olive Byrne are as individual characters. We only get to know them through the relationship and how that relationships interact. So right or wrong, that's, if you want to know who William Moulton Marston was as a person, uh, what his day-to-day life was like, or what his personality was really like, we don't know much about that outside of this relationship. So I guess taking that into account, obviously 
we are a DC podcast and talk about DC stuff. Do you think for fans of DC is something that would be worth watching? Uh, maybe I, I mean, I think, like you said, the, the parts that did relate to wonder woman and seeing the events that led to some of the stylistic choices and some, just some of the choices about wonder woman that were made. That's really, that's pretty cool to see. And we'll talk about it once we get kind of into spoilers, but some of the, some of the, the stuff, like you said, later on the film is really cool to see. So yeah, I think I'd still recommend it, but you know, watch some of the other stuff first. And then if you're, if you're looking for something else to watch and you have nothing, then watch this. Yeah. I think the, the trailer mostly is a, a fair representation. If that doesn't interest you, then this isn't probably going to interest you. There's a really cool clip we talked about a while back. Uh, when they're first discussing Wonder Woman, why is she in Amazon? Why is, you know, what is she wearing? All that. That's really fun. That's the best part of it. Um, so I think that's really cool for a DC fan. But if you, if you don't, if this doesn't automatically jump off the page to you, then um, unless you're a fan of, of the a small indie film uh, drama, uh, that is, is pretty well made, I, I, I think. And um, then it's probably not worth checking out for you. So I guess we can get into spoilers. Uh, anything you want to talk about at first? Uh, I think I'll just get out of the way. The actor who plays Brent, Olive's fiance, at the beginning, he's not a good actor. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I don't. I don't know that that's necessarily a spoiler, but um, yeah, I don't. He had a really small role, so I didn't. Right. I didn't put too much into it, and I will say that the main three, and especially Luke Evans. And Rebecca Hall are really, really good actors. Yeah, with what they're given, they they do a tremendous job. Um, Olive Byrne, the Bella Heathcote who plays Olive Byrne, she gets less to do, but she's she's good in what she's asked to do. She doesn't get quite as much range or, or different things to do. But uh, I think the main three are good, and then some of the supporting stuff. There's a cool. Um, is it Max Gaines, the the DC guy? It was fun to see him yeah. show up there. Um, but the supporting characters. There's not much to any of them besides the main three. Yeah. And so I guess my my main criticism of this film that I I think I can nail down as a reason that I didn't end up liking it as much as maybe this film really reminds me a lot of Imitation Game. If you've seen that, it has a very similar framing where like there is um, there is a famous historical person who is on trial for, you know, a like alternative lifestyle at the time that got him into a lot of trouble. But that's that's used as the framing device to tell about like have flashbacks to the past of his inventions and everything. And so they did that sort of they have this hearing where he's, you know, talking to the family values board. Um, I think that's what they're called, right? Um, about something like that. Yeah. yeah, he's talking to them about Wonder Woman. And so we get these flashbacks and he gets to explain, you know, they like ask about all these different traits about Wonder Woman. And we get to see flashbacks as to why those traits came to be. And I really liked it if they had just stuck with that framing device. But then like side by side, they're also doing it with his, his disc theory, which is like dominance and submission and compliance. And I can't remember what the I is. Um, but Induce. so something. Yeah. Inducement, <laughs> maybe. I think um, it is uh, dominance, inducement, submission and compliance. Yeah. See, so I worked. I remembered. Um but yeah, so they're they're also trying to use that to frame the film and tell the story, and so they're kind of competing with each other at some times, and it's little at least for me it was confusing of like, so are we seeing this because it's supposed to be explaining what she just asked about in the hearing, but then they tie it back to one of the disc traits. So is it 
is it really supposed to be that or is it supposed to be both? And so maybe maybe I'm just not clever enough to to follow both of those and I need a simple film with one framing device. But I just <laughs> I I just I guess for me it didn't work. I don't think they they executed either one well enough to work for me. And I wish they would have just picked one and went all in on that. And obviously as a DC fan, I wish they would have picked explaining the traits of Wonder Woman and gone all in on that. Yeah, I I think that is that's a really fair point too. And I was much more interested in the the family family values board or whatever it was that was well well played by um was it Connie Britton who uh who played the the lady sort of putting him on trial there. Yeah. That was really cool. And I think that would have been from the comics perspective, yeah, it would have been cooler to see because comics have had a long history of, you know, what do you show, especially in that time, the the forties through the seventies the or whatever, where what do we show? What are, are these, are these terrible? Are these bad influences to children? Why is it showing this? You know, that's the comics code authority came from, uh, from violence, sexual behavior, everything like that. Everything was called into question with comics and for targeting children and everything like that. I think that would have been cool to see. I think the disc theory came in because, well, it shows one of the cool things created by yeah. Marston. I think, so I, I think it needed to be involved somehow. And I, it sort of shows why he was, um, the relationship with Olive Byrne and, you know, being submissive. And that's sort of what the end of the film gets to. I think it, it still does play in. So I think you kind of need both of them, but yeah, I think at times it's not as well balanced as it could be. Yeah. Um, so that aside, I, I really did enjoy some of the different things that we got to see because I don't think they were ever heavy handed in showing like how some of Wonder Woman's powers and traits came about. So, you know, we see, we get like these glimpses of different comic panels and we see like the lasso of truth and then we see the lie detector and how it has like the metal coil wrapped around you like the lasso of truth, but they don't like shove it in your face and say, ah, I should make her have a lasso of truth, just like my lie detector or Olive wears bracelets. And you notice that throughout the film, but they never like really hammer it home and say, ah, I think Diana should have bracelets just like Olive likes to wear. So I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah, that was really well subtly done. And some of that, you know, some of that is strongly implied. I think Marston said that he he took the bracelets. That's all he took from Olive Byrne. Other people say that he, he, you know, took her entire appearance and everything like that and some personality traits of Elizabeth and sort of meshed them together. Um, I think that's sort of open to interpretation and the film doesn't beat it over your head because, you know, only, only William Moulton Marston would know exactly how much is taken from each. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see that's how, that's one interpretation of how these things could have came about and how he came up with this idea. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a, a quick note. This doesn't really matter, but they should buy a bigger bed. They like all three of them <laughs> climb in a bed and it's, it's not very big. It's, it's like a little twin bed. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of the relationship as a whole? Uh, were you invested in that or because you weren't so invested in the characters, you didn't care as much or. Yeah, I think I obviously, like I said, I didn't want, I didn't want anything bad to happen to them and I felt bad for them when bad things happened to them and you know, I wanted them to succeed, but I, I just, I didn't have the investment in any of the individual characters. It was only like the relationship as a whole. So it was, it was hard to like look at Elizabeth or look at Olive or look at William and say, I feel bad for you as a single person because I didn't feel like I really knew their background or knew that much about them. I just knew about the relationship. Yeah. And I, again, I, I agree with that. I think that's fair. Um, but yeah, I also felt for the relationship and it's a, 
a weird it's a, it would be a weird situation today and right. even weirder in the 1940s so they would definitely uh uh be put in a strange position and i could i'm sure something like that would happen you know the neighbor walking in what's going on here um uh, they would definitely get looks and everything like that and so i did i did feel bad for their situation um but yeah i, th- I think i agree with everything you said there yeah and so then an hour and 16 minutes is the first time when he, that's when he actually comes up with the name Wonder Woman, but it's Suprema, the Wonder Woman. And it was cool to see that that was the the original name that he came up with. And then they tell him, well, why not just Wonder Woman? Yeah, that was really cool. And seeing seeing like a an old, it was national allied publications at the time before DC Comics was even a thing. Uh, that was cool to see an office and you know there's your your editor and everything like that that was cool to see a, a 1940s comic book office yeah especially that giant portrait of superman i i need one of those yeah <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool well i guess is there anything else for the film that you can think of uh yeah i don't know i guess because i didn't end up liking not liking i i keep saying that i don't i don't i want to sound like that but just because i didn't end up being that invested in the individual characters, I almost feel like a lot of it could be cut out and I would have enjoyed it the same amount just seeing those those nods, those subtle cues to where some of Wonder Woman's looks and powers came from because the, that's the part that I really, really enjoyed. And I, I don't know if any of the other stuff really added to it that much. Yeah. Um, well, and yeah, and this this film is not meant to be all about Wonder Woman. Well, yeah. it's, all, it's all about this relationship and... and and everything. So I don't, I don't have as, I didn't expect any that much more Wonder Woman. So I wasn't disappointed in that way. Um, but I, I do think it is a good film. It is a very, got very, very good reviews, um, for the film. So yeah, um, I enjoyed it, but it's not something I'm going to be rewatching all the time. And if I do, I'll, I'll definitely want to see the, the Wonder Woman parts again for sure. Um, just quickly talking about the historical accuracy of it. I would say you can do your own research. There's literally lots of books out there. And so I'm not going to, get into specifics of what is true or what isn't true. It's tough to know personal life details about stuff from 70 plus years ago. You know, I don't, I don't think that's um, something that's easy to get, but there was an op-ed by Marston's granddaughter, Christy Marston in the Hollywood reporter um, where she mentioned, you know, the family was not contacted some minor things that were different. Um, Bill was somewhat jokingly asked to write a comic and that's different from how it was presented and, Elizabeth came said that he should as long as it was about a woman and that's different from the film um and the big thing that she described the relationship so Elizabeth and Olive both did have William's children and they did live together until their death after Marston passed away um but she described the relationship between Elizabeth and Olive as best friends or sisters living together out of financial necessity and not lovers um whereas whereas the film is very much about their relationship between the two so, um, Christy Marston says, you know, they, they were very open about pretty much everything. So they would have no reason to keep that from them. Um, while other, you know, historical, uh, other books and information apply, imply that it was more like what's in the film. I don't know. It's up to you to decide. You can do your own research and everything like that, but I thought we should share that. I think a pretty good film, one I'm glad I've seen, um, and definitely cool for the Wonder Woman stuff, but not something I will be revisiting again and again. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow.